Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to JoJo's Journey. It's JoJo. Today's topic deals with forgiveness. At an early age, we learn about it in terms of, or any type of social interaction, um, just like we did in younger years. We learn the act of forgiveness. For instance, if a child takes another child's toy without asking or uses it longer than intended, then the other person will get, the other child will get hurt or offended and will cry. And more often you'll hear the parent or the guardian will say, you know, give it back and say you're sorry. So it's an act that we learn early on in terms of social interactions. And it's relative to the age and the circumstances that um, determines the capacity of one to forgive and move on. So when we're kids, it's a lot easier to forgive because you are forgiving for an act that was done, um, may not be may not have been thought out so it was more impulsive or whatnot and so it's easier to ask for forgiveness and it's easier to grant forgiveness as we get older however it gets a little bit more complicated because the act sometimes also has intent with it and because of that it has deeper implications of what it means to forgive and, you know, in listening to the stories of my friends and stories of my peers and my own personal, you know, a, a testimony to this, the older we get, it gets a little bit more complicated. And it does so because it involves more of a cognitive um, approach to and, and behavior approach and, and a process that we go through. And it brings about... to you know, for us to reflect on ourselves and we say, oh my goodness, can I really forgive? And for the most part, it has to do with the level or the act of injustice that's been done to the person. That kind of determines the capacity to for- if the act is forgivable. You know, if you look at different approaches in religion, for instance, um, in the Jewish tradition, uh, it's a little bit more stringent. It's a little bit more strict because for in Judaism, to attain forgiveness, you have to seek forgiveness from the victim. And only the victim can give the forgiveness. Now, it's you know, it brings about that effect that are, are certain things unforgivable. For instance, in the Jewish culture, as I mentioned, to seek forgiveness, you have to get forgiveness from the victim themselves. What about the case of murder? You're not able to seek forgiveness from the victim because the victim will not be able to to grant that. Therefore, there are instances, according to Jewish culture, that says certain things cannot be forgiven. You contrast that to Christian Christianity and Christian approach in which forgiveness can be attained from a higher being, which is God. 
and certain um, Christianities take it one step further and how to, um, you know, seek and attain that forgiveness by God. And in Catholic cultures, they do it through confession. So a priest is the one that uh, listens to your sins and then um, is an interventionist, if you will, uh, with with God and you know you're if you're truly repentful for your sins then you can attain forgiveness and um penance if you will so you know there's different faith base to it and how it's attained you know and certain individuals will rely based on their faith and that's that's a good thing because if you're not sure how to go approach it if you have your faith that you lean on, then it helps you better navigate. One thing, though, I do want to stress is, yes, there's faith and there's uh, the natural process or um, expectations based on forgiveness. But there's also the internal process of forgiveness. And, you know, we all know common sense, okay, that when you forgive, you feel better, right? But what is it actually saying? You know, we're we're based on the feeling of feeling better once we forgive. And there's kind of a release and there's a, a certain calmness that takes over us. But there's also a science to it. You know, I'm, I'm again, I'm science-based too. There's a part of me that's the emotional side and there's also a part of me that's the um, science side. And so there's actually been some studies, especially done in the early 2000s, um, regarding the act of forgiveness and the capacity to forgive. And there was a study done, it's called the Transgression um, Narrative Test of Forgiveness. So it was, it was a study done based on a questionnaire that was given to people regarding on their disposition to forgive the capacity of them to forgive and what that equates to based on their capacities. So the questionnaire gives five scenarios um, in which, you know, the responder will rate the response of how they will forgive. And the end of that study correlated that based on your patterns or your disposition to forgive will relate with your capacity of what you can handle and what you can forgive and let go of. And there was a, you know, a measurement done that the more patterns that you have to forgive or the greater the capacity you have to forgive had positive relation to healthier outcomes. And the vice versa is the more patterns that you have to not forgive led to lower outcomes of health of health measurements. So what exactly does that mean? Well, that means, and we know this, but it's, it, because it was studied, it granted more um, substance to what we already know and credibility in that it led to the ability to forgive, the capacity to forgive, led to 
direct measurement of decrease of anxiety, decrease of depression, and decrease of cardiovascular activity. There was another study done in terms of um, measurements of forgiveness, and that was the transgression-related interpersonal motivation inventory. So it talks about two approaches to not forgiving, the act of revenge or the feeling of wanting revenge, and the second one is avoidance, and how it related to interpersonal relationships between um, between two people. And we it predicted that having high levels of both of these factors would predict the relationship survival. And, you know, um, they asked, um, you know, people about that and, and how they rated it and also kind of measured in time where those relationships went. And most of them did not succeed as, as a result of having those two motivations of either revenge or avoidance of the act of forgiving or whatever the act that was done, you know, the capacity of that person or the motivation of them to approach forgiveness for whatever act that was done led to uh, lower outcomes of relationship survival. So we know that there's a physical and emotional response to it. How exactly was the physiological, physical measured? It was based on the cardiovascular activity as well, um, specifically with the sympathetic nervous system. So some of these studies were done in which these um, people were asked verbally and their responses were measured. If scenarios were given to them, their responses were measured. And it was measured by EMG, uh, that's measuring electroconductivity, as well as you know skin conductance, um, that's what they measure also with lie detector tests and whatnot. And that uh, measures the sympathetic activity, the, that, you know, um, the responses to that. And so they saw in direct measurements, the arterial um, blood pressure was measured, the tension of the eyebrows in which um, it was in reaction to whatever scenario was and and how they would respond to it were measured. And they saw that, you know, increased tension in the eyebrow happened. Arterial blood pressures went up. Uh, Facial expressions were measured through through the brow and as well as heart rates were measured. And that has to do with the uh, sympathetic nervous system getting increased. And all of this later on led to for certain longitudinal studies, it led to, you know, a decreased immune response and the ability for your natural body's res- uh, defenses to fight off um, infection or illness. So there's that short-term effect as well as the long-term effect that they measured. And so it's important to know that when you are doing the act of forgiveness, it's not just for the benefit of the other person, but it's also for the benefit of the person themselves. That, you know, so this stuff, we know this stuff, right? 
but it's good to know that there's a science also to it that you know kind of um elaborates and further kind of uh cements that notion the thing about forgiveness is there's that weird balance of is forgiveness or a question that we ask to ask ourselves is forgiveness an emotion or is forgiveness also a behavior so people say yeah i forgive you but i don't forget and it's hard because there's the act of forgiving and then there's the practice of forgiving so let's say you do that notion of yeah i forgive you but i don't forget so what does that entirely mean that means you don't forget to the point that you are in some ways in some instances you even relive it in your mind and then what happens you get more angry again right so you're going through that whole process again because you can't forget so you tell yourself Oh, I'm so upset again. Then you have to go back to the first act of forgiving and reminding yourself. So it becomes this cycle for you. And it's that struggle that, you know, you find yourself forgiving, but not really because you still have it in your head. Um, you're reliving the act of, you're reliving maybe whatever, you know, grievous offenses were done or certain things that surround, you know, if it's a lie, then it's a certain thing that you surround yourself around that lie that you kind of relive again. Then you go through the process of getting angry, then forgiving, you know, and all this is happening within you. All this struggle is happening within you and the out, the person who is seeking forgiveness or maybe not even has seek forgiveness or sought forgiveness has no idea that you're going through this internal struggle and it's hard because i believe that forgiveness is not just outward but also inward there's a part of you in which your ego has been hurt and it's been hurt to the point where how can i have let this happen right so you are also not mad of mad at the offender but maybe also there's a part of you that it's mad within yourself and maybe that's where it needs to start that's where the forgiveness needs to start first because for you to truly forgive outward you need to forgive yourself you need to forgive yourself for allowing it to maybe whatever you take responsibility of sometimes there's no responsibility to be taken within yourself but yet you still take it upon yourself that you blame yourself for letting it happen now that that may not be the reality but that's how you feel right and we can't negate how you feel so you have to in those instances you have to internalize this you really need to internalize this and tell yourself okay maybe there's a part of me that doesn't forgive myself because I let this happen or I let this happen for long enough and and such and such when I could have you know so there's that self-blaming that maybe you don't realize you know has become more problematic than you thought so that's those times that you have to tell yourself I forgive myself because I can't truly forgive the other person if I don't forgive myself and that's the thing it's 
It's a lot of practice. Forgiveness is not an act, in my opinion. It's a process. It's, it's a process that takes time. It takes practice. And what, what do we know about practice? Practice more and the better you get. So for maybe to be moving forward, if there is an act that has been done to you, that someone seeks forgiveness, then you still have to tell yourself, I forgive you, it's going to take a it's going to take some time and it's but it's something i'm work, working on you know you can be honest in that sense too that way there's no expectations that people will say okay well if you forgive me then we need to move on be honest with yourself and be honest with that other person and say you know depending on the severity for you and for them you know you could say this is something that's not going to happen overnight this is not something that's going to Um, have a time limit but it is going to be a process and just let them know at least that you know it's something that you're willing to work at or not work at so that you can save your yourselves both the time and the effort and the energy if it's not gonna be something that you can overcome together I mentioned about internal forgiveness it's hard it's really hard because we are often our worst uh, critics and sometimes there are people who have done something and have no clue about it therefore if they have no clue about it they end up never seeking repentance or forgiveness from you so what do you do about those times well i think for me in my own um personal experience you know i've had instances where they've realized it i have instances where they don't how i've come across it is it don't it doesn't matter at that point because there certain individuals will see things the way they want to see it regardless of what you say you could try once that's good just for good measure you could try once and give them the benefit of the doubt But if there are certain people that will never seek or never see the wrong in what they do or what they say, then you just have to, at that point, take your losses. And it's not that you give up and it's not that you let them walk all over you, but there's a certain thing that you need to know and that's boundaries. You know, often I've mentioned about boundaries. You can only respond with how you can react and you can only change that. You can't change people. You can voice what they've done to you or what they've, you know, said to you or what they've, you know, done or said to offend you or to hurt you. But at that point, if they don't see the wrong in what they've done, There's only so much you can do. At that point, you have to mentally take stock and say, that's fine. I acknowledge my hurt. I am accepting and processing the hurt, but I'm also going to accept and process to forgive myself for feeling hurt. Because sometimes you get so hurt that you're angry with yourself for being that way. So you get in this cycle over and over. So again, 
with anything, I believe, that has to start from within yourself. And if you can do that, it doesn't matter the other person, what they do, what they say, because you're okay within yourself. And that's going to make a marked difference, not just for you emotionally, but physically, physiologically, even more so, right? It leads to lower levels of anxiety, lower levels of depression, anger, and that in turn lowers um, or increases your um, your health factors, right? It increases your ability for your heart to work better if you lower anxiety and depression, as well as your approaches, your your mental state, as well as your you know um, heart rate, as well as your immune response. You know, most often, I think about it looking back. I think, you know, the worst times that I got more sick, it almost felt like it was because there was so much going on, so much stress, so much anger, so much, you know, whatever, whatever emotions was linked to somehow linked also to how often you were getting sick and look back at it in your own instances in your life. You know, when you got the most sick, what was happening around that time? And you can see there is a strong relationship of your mental and emotional capacity linked to your um, immune response and how you're able to fight off whatever infection or illnesses was happening. So, you know, that's the thing. Remember, forgiveness is not an act. It's a behavior. And remember that forgiveness is not quick. It's a process and it takes practice, 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 practice. You think, yeah, it's work. Yeah, it is work, but you're worth it. You are worth it. So remember that. Okay. Okay. All right. So forgive me for taking a long time with this episode. (laughs) No pun intended. Well, actually pun intended. But um, yeah, I wish you all a wonderful week. Um practice it more practice the art of forgiveness it's an art uh, not just to outward to people but within yourself okay have a wonderful week ahead everyone i bid you all a happy healthy week and until we uh, meet again this is jojo from jojo's journey have a good one Whenever you're around